0: Hi Graham! Oh my gosh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Um, I feel like such a dick. I have to cancel. My head is not in a good space right now. I like that's I no problem. My other podcast, and I realized I didn't cancel you, and I'm so
1: sorry. It has just been a really hard week. Um, I totally hear you. There's a lot going on right now.
0: I'm so sorry. It's just it's been a lot. Um a lot of conversations and a lot of crying and just a lot. So I'm so sorry. I'm not in the right headspace to do a podcast.
1: <laughs> no, no, no worries at all. I totally hear you. Um, when's like a good time? Do you want me to pick a date like next week or something or?
0: I Just the idea of rescheduling right now is a little overwhelming
1: to me. I'm so sorry. I yeah, no worries. No, time. Time. I really do.
0: I respect people's time. I never want to like waste anybody's time. And I'm sorry I've wasted yours tonight.
1: No, 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 not at all. I'm just relaxing. So um I am East Coast time, so it's nighttime over here. So oh, it's just yeah. the relax it's the relaxing time. So it's oh, totally God, cool. We could do this. Yeah, well we could we could definitely do this whenever you're ready. Um and I know like uh we only interacted a few times over email and everything, but if you just want like a different perspective on things, um I, I feel like we kind of have a very similar uh you know basis for our podcasts uh in terms of like interviewing people just talking to people having conversations getting different perspectives and stuff um and I know we're in a challenging time obviously so feel free to reach out you know let me know when when you want to reschedule but if you you know if there's a topic or anything that you're kind of struggling on you need a you know a different mind on it or a different perspective feel free to reach out because yeah that would
0: be cool that
1: would be super super cool actually because yeah
0: for sure I feel torn in so many ways right now. It's it's really tough. So torn, torn up. I don't feel torn about my convictions. I feel torn up. Like I'm like pulling apart so many pieces of who my or what my identity is. So right.
1: And people are hurt right in- now too. So someone like you, you've got a platform and everything. And, you know, obviously you've got a voice and you got, you got a place where people can, you know, kind of talk and listen and stuff. Like I can, I can understand the pressure. I actually, um, I'm, I'm working on booking a guest of my own who's been leading a lot of the peaceful protests around here. And, and I, I feel that pressure even on that aspect, because I want to make sure that he has the platform to say anything he wants and get his message across. But obviously you want to be sensitive to everybody that's listening. Um, and it's, it's just a, it's a tough time and everything, but I think the, you know, the one thing that pulls us through is, is unity, right? Like finding people that, that want, want change, want good to come at us and, you know, kind of want to elevate and transcend where we're at right now to a better place. So it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I definitely feel the pressure and everything, but, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of voices out there right now. And I think, you know, it's a good time to kind of like listen to people and, And just kind of form, you know, like that's where I was. It was like kind of formulating my own opinion. Like, obviously, I have one, but it's like there's there's so much there's so much pain going on right now. So
0: yeah, we just got to kind of stick together and make sure the message.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I I feel like there's a lot, uh, and it's hitting everybody's it's hitting everybody's hometowns too. You know, it's like that's that's one thing that I think is so great about this is that you know it's actually it's going it's going further than, you know, it has, uh, at least in my, in my perspective, like from what I'm seeing, it's hitting my small hometowns that are like 45 minutes away where, you know, the, the town only consists of five, 5,000 people, you know, and there's protests even in those small towns and stuff like that. Wow,
0: so I love hearing that.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, it, it's a, it's a painful time, but it's, the but change is happening as we speak kind of deal you know so i hope some good happens uh some good you know some good comes out of this but uh i i can i can understand uh your pressure to some extent because you know obviously my podcast going forward is always like you know, matter who the person is there's always current current events that come up in the conversation and you got to make sure that you know you uh the right message gets across
0: yeah, exactly. No, I'm, I'm even hearing you talk. Like, I'm so grateful. I think where I've struggled, are we following each other on Instagram? I'm so sorry. I always feel so embarrassed to like bring it
1: <laughs> to ask that. because I, right. well, because,
0: because I always feel stupid if I'm like saying something someone already saw, but I've been posting no. a lot just in general. Like, I've been posting and, and I haven't had much feedback. It's been cricket. So I, as a, you know, biracial black woman, Feel really like all over the place, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 then to see so many friends who I know love me just be so silent has been really painful. And I'm like, am I saying something wrong here? Am I crazy? Am I the only one that believes that Black Lives Matter? Am I the only one that believes that protests should be happening? Am I the only one that believes we should be talking about this? Because the silence feels um like for some reason to me the silence feels um like a disagreement and so i'm trying to dismantle that idea
1: yeah i i I feel you i I apologize i don't mean to cut you off um no you're perfect great
0: it's
1: it's interesting that you say that because that's something that i've i've seen and i've been consciously thinking about a lot and uh, I guess like the way that I'm looking at that is I honestly believe um you know that it's it's not as much of people disagreeing in silence it's that they're scared because um they're maybe not maybe scared isn't the right word but there's there's that hesitation because right now like to speak out on things is like uh, you know a lot a lot of groups of people um Uh, from you know different areas different races everything are grouping together and speaking and that's a beautiful thing but then there is a lot of people that I see that don't speak and as I kind of talk to them in depth because some of them are my friends um, you know some of them are people that I know it's not necessarily that they don't agree with what's going on right now it's that they don't it almost sounds like you know like wrong to say on their behalf but like it's that they don't want to promote something that they may have never promoted before, and and then be viewed as a hypocrite or stuff like that. And and I know that's you know overall just an insecurity, but that's where you know people like yourself, people like um, you know uh, ourselves with with these platforms and stuff like that, kind of give that voice to the voiceless and encourage them to stand up and do something. And like myself personally, this all unfolded extremely fast, right? So like I watched something that went from Black Lives Matter to all lives matter. And then it was like, Hey, Hey, well, yeah, obviously all lives matter, but this isn't about all lives right now. This is about black lives. And, and it, and then it became, um, you know, and during all that mix, it became looting and riots and stuff. And then it's giving the protests a bad name. And it's just like such a conflicting time that like, there just needs to be more leaders to encourage people to speak out and to, uh, you know, be like, Hey, you know, we're not doing this to loot. We're not doing this, to, to burn shit down and to hurt innocent people. We're doing this to speak and to, to create a change. And, and I think that kind of, you know, reaching out to more people, giving people the platform to talk or to, you know, voice their opinions and stuff. And also making every race be, feel okay to, 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 to join, you know, to join the change, to join the movement. I think that's like the critical thing. Cause it, you know, a lot of the people I talk to, like I come from an area that's very rural. So there's a lot of, um, you know, that farm country type where obviously, you know, like racism is very prevalent in those areas. So there's like a big diversity of like that, you know, like we've got, we've got a lot of cultural people here, but then we also have a lot of the, you know, the, uh, I hate to say uneducated, but like maybe ignorant, um, you know, uh, people that grew up on farmlands that were kind of bred into this, like this culture of, of like, you know, white supremacy and everything. Um, and, but then there's a lot of those, you know, generations down, like, you know, young people, our age or whatever, that they just don't know how to stand up and speak because they've never done it before. They've never posted something to their story to support a race other than their own, and it you know it's something that we shouldn't take personal, you know, like it's something that you know um it's just like where we don't you know like we have to be leaders, we have to encourage those people to to stand up and to say like hey this is wrong the the things my parents have done the things my grandparents have done is wrong those ideas and those beliefs, and i don't believe i don't i don't i choose to make a change and to to you know uh choose a different path." I know I kind of rambled there, but I, I've been seeing that a lot. Like exactly what you said, it's like, you know, um, there's a lot of silence. And I'm, I guess just in my personal experience, a lot of that silence isn't disagreement. It's just a hesitation to say something because I think people right now don't know what the right thing to say, even though it's so simple. Right. The answers right in front of us. Black Lives Matter. We need to we need to say enough is enough and racism. Or make a big, big change so that the culture of ending racism is, is it, you know, those wheels start turning faster than they've ever turned before.
0: Yeah, yeah, wow. I so appreciate that. You're the first person that I've really, well, and it's kind of almost easier because you're a stranger, you know? Or it's a nicer. <laughs> you're like, okay, yeah. you're from a different part of the country. You have a very different, you know, growing up in more rural rural areas. I mean, 5,000, a town of 5,000 people, you're not going to really find that in Southern California anywhere yeah, unless, sure. it's like, unincorporated and, you know, like, Cota de Casa, which is a very, very wealthy neighborhood. It's technically, it's technically its own community, but really it's not, you know, like, so besides that, you're not going to see that where I live. And I appreciate, it's so wonderful because I have been not angry, just disappointed and ashamed of People who have been silent, I've been disappointed, like severely disappointed. And I, and again to echo what you said, like silence does not mean it, it. It just is a loss. It's a loss, and that's okay. And there have been times where I've been silent about other things, like I'm firmly against, you know, the race, the racism that happened to Asian people after COVID, right? But right, I didn't post. I didn't post about it, and I post a lot. So, you know, I post a lot. So if I'm not posting about something, it's because on some level, I decided that it wasn't important to mention. Um, And I have to think about that, too, as someone who's very vocal and very outspoken. I also have a page where I've tried to keep everything, you know, a little bit more lighthearted and thought-provoking. And I do avoid conversations of race. Um outside of mentioning my own experiences as, you know, my, within my ethnicity. But like, I don't, you know, I typically don't talk about race because I don't want to make people uncomfortable. So I still have things that I need to look at that I'm doing in terms of like, you know, I didn't post stories that I shared of how I supported Asian people in my community to combat the racism that I was hearing about, because I also don't want to sound braggy you know, I feel like it's better to walk the walk than talk the talk. So right. I'm like, okay, knowing that if one of my Asian friends was like, you posted, you know, the weeks that Asian, you know, whatever it was when they were feeling something, and it's like you were busy posting about, you know, some hot guy or whatever. I'm like, well, I would share with them some stories of again how I uh, how I actively supported Asian people during COVID 19 and how I've been integrated in. Asian communities my entire life. But we're not gonna be able I wouldn't be able to share that with them if they didn't reach out to me and say, like, I'm bothered by your silence. And so for all I know, I have Asian friends right now who are sitting at home and have felt that I didn't support them. And that makes me sad because that's not the case. And I haven't I again I don't wanna be braggy, so I don't sit here and say the things I've done. I just do them and keep my social media more lighthearted. So it's a check for me and I appreciate you saying this. Fuck, now we have a podcast. I'm about to publish this.
1: <laughs> yeah, it so is recording uh,
0: anyway, right? Did you enjoy the whole music by the way? God, that probably felt inappropriate right now.
1: <laughs> no, nah, I you know what? I was just like, like, I have not heard this throwback in forever. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I was so I was vibing. funny.
0: Oh, yeah, God. no, I yeah, like no, it. I you
1: definitely have an official platform. I, I don't do it like this. <laughs>
0: I well, I'm it's my job, you know, like I I have a lot of tools and resources and knowledge just from my job. So um, just from what I do, you know, I, I'm in a marketing role at a really big beautiful company and so I a lot of what I'm doing in my podcast is stuff that I do for my normal job I'm just doing it on a low budget level (laughs) and I'm and and, and this time I'm the talent instead of hiring talent I'm the talent which is probably why it's (laughs) uh not not necessarily the best but thank you I appreciate you saying that um no it's it's cool you got the
1: automated responses and everything I was like holy shit this is official
0: (laughs) Well, it's more so just because I don't know what's going to become of this podcast and I don't want it to, you know, I'm not getting paid yet to do this podcast. So I want to be mindful of not putting too much energy into it when I could be putting energy into better things, but at the same time, I think it is very serendipitous that I started a podcast in this in this climate and I do have a you know, not the biggest platform, but I have somewhat of a platform To address things, um, hopefully, with an educated and eloquent tongue um, that I can, you know, navigate certain conversations that other people just are really afraid to have and don't know how to have. And your point, like, find the unity within community and strive to be inclusive in all aspects of life. Um, Inclusive inclusive of, of good people, regardless of their race, creed, religion um and i i think that that's important and i i love what you said like our generation may not know how to talk about it but we certainly want to do something about it
1: yeah absolutely and i was gonna i was gonna ask you that i was gonna say you know you don't have to obviously answer this right now this is something i ask myself a lot too but like how do you get the people that are silent that don't disagree by any means, because there's a lot of them out there, you know, and I'll, I'll be I'll be bold enough to say myself, like I haven't posted as much, or, you know, um, been as active as a lot of people that I've seen. But the way that um And I'm not making any excuses. Maybe I haven't followed the right pages and stuff, but the way I watched this unfold was extremely fast and it got violent really fast and a lot of stuff started happening. And then those things become the narrative, right? Like the media pushes, there's looting, there's fires, there's people hopping out of their cars. I watched a video today of a guy hop out of his car with a a bow and arrow, a white man jumping out with a bow and arrow, pointing it at people. And, and he was doing it because he was protecting his car, because there was people, there was, it was like a violent rally of people just running down, you know, trying to flip cars, jumping on cars, kicking in windows, <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. And, and the media pushes those kind of things, right? And then so you have people that, um it's not that they lack confidence, it's that, it's that they you know, there being the media pushes a certain thing and then and then you you see this stuff online and you and you, you know, you sit there and you ask yourself, OK, the change is happening. Something's happening right now. Oh, what do I do? How, what, how like how does me sharing a Black Lives Matter post of any sort on my story? How does that actually make a change? What can I do to make a change? And that's the big question. What can people do? you know, beyond just posting on their stories and social media, what can they do? Is it more effective to be out there in the streets um, involving yourself in pe- pre- uh, peaceful protests? And I guess one conclusion I kind of draw from all of this is is leadership. It's, you know, leadership at the end of the day. there There needs to be people that, there needs to be more people that, Encourage people to speak out like there, there's a young man, um, a couple years younger than me. We we went to the same high school and a uh, uh, real small town, one of those 5000 you know people in, in a town type of deal. And uh, and I've watched him and his pregnant girlfriend just pretty much go locally viral um, because they started rallies in all these small towns and everything. And they encourage that this will be peaceful. And they did it in front of police stations and stuff like that. And there's more answers as we kind of step back and watch it unfold, but that's the thing. People are trying to see where this goes so that they don't involve themselves in the wrong way. And I think it just comes to this sheer hesitation because people are afraid, you know, they're afraid to speak out. They don't know what's right and wrong right now. But um the message is, is clear. Let's end racism, black lives matter, let's, you know, let's let's put an end to the corrupt system of the court and an authoritative system, you know, we obviously need police. Years ago, there police the police in Brazil went on strike and there was mass shootings, lootings, just j- the most vicious violent things. Like the world needs authority, needs police. But the You system- know, that's a good
0: fucking point. What would everyone do if the police So my father was a police officer for 25 years and I've known a lot of good cops, you know, in my life. And I wonder what the fuck would everyone do if the police did boycott, if the police said, fuck you guys, you guys don't appreciate us, you're going to put our lives on the line and and, and did boycott, what would happen? Because the peaceful protests essentially don't need police officers except to protect from people who aren't being peaceful, right? So it it is a good call out of like, y'all want to be violent, but what are you going to do when that violence is completely unhinged by a lack of authority and a lack of enforcement of law?
1: Exactly. Can
0: you handle that? Can you handle that anarchy? You're crying for it, but can you handle that? Because I would absolutely say not. I don't want to live in a world where, and again, this is me being a daughter, you know, the co- a, a, the daughter of a police officer, I don't want to live in a, I I don't feel great living in a world where police officers are not available, respected, given the most resources needed to protect the people. Right. Uh, And and so where people are, I I don't ascribe, like right now, a lot of my friends are like, you know, defund defund the police, defund the police. And I'm not well versed enough on that to speak on it, but it doesn't sit right with me, you know, off the cuff. Like I hear it and I'm like, uh, defund the police. I believe that Black Lives Matter, but that doesn't mean I believe defund the police. Like, you know, and so it's hard because I think everything's becoming all encompassing. And that's where no one wants to say anything because instead of looking at individual issues, everybody's kind of, yeah, created this line in the sand saying that you're all or nothing. You either are outraged by George Floyd or you, um, think that he deserved to die or you either hate the police officers that did that or you hate cops at all I don't know it's just yeah so I I love this I really do love this Graham I think it's. I'm so glad I answered I actually the the, oddly enough I was going to email you but because my phone's been blowing up so much all day um, I kept getting distracted when I meant to email you the cancellation and then it just fell off my radar. And, and like I said, my podcast like notification went off saying that you were on the line. And I was like, oh, shit, I can't <laughs> leave them hanging. Um, so I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. I think you're very well spoken. I only listened to one of your pod or two of your podcasts, but one of them was with a six year old.
1: <laughs> yeah and that's uh that's that's probably one of my more popular ones now
0: he is so it's just so six-year-olds are so funny they're just so interesting and uh i was all i kept thinking was you have so much patience <laughs> <laughs> you have so much patience
1: oh man he's uh he's definitely a character that's my girlfriend's son and he uh he pretty much watches you know people come over all the time to do podcasts and he was just, like, begging me, like, every day after day. And I thought it was one of those things where I could just be like, yeah, sure, we'll do it. And then he'll forget about it. He did not forget. So it was just one of those things where I was like, all right, you know what? We're going to do a podcast. And he handled it so well. Like, he, he kept addressing the audience. Like, I don't know if you realize that. He was like, yeah, guys, so um, I really like this. And this is going so well. And this is such a cool podcast. <laughs> it, wound being, uh, it wound up being super cute.
0: No, I love that. But, um, that's, that's so sweet, and especially for you as a father figure. I will say, big mistake that my parents made in my life was always assuming that empty promises I would forget, and I forgot none of them. I will never forget <laughs> that my mother never bought me the ruby red slippers from Wizard of Oz. Oh, that's oh, and now man. I have to buy them now that I'm an adult, but I'm already an adult with big feet, so they don't even come in my size, and I'm like, I will never forget her fucking funeral as I'm bur- burying her in the casket. I'll uh, be like, you never got me those ruby slippers, <laughs> <laughs> you little.
1: <one. laughs>
0: I'm like such so, <laughs> kind of, like, so many grudges. So I I I um I appreciate his tenacity.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll keep that in mind not to break promises because apparently we never forget. <laughs> so this isn't too long of a
0: conversation, but I wanted to ask you. I'm gonna head out soon just because I have a really bad headache. I haven't been sleeping. I've been crying a lot. I have some food. I'm gonna try to shove down my throat, but um. And I know it's getting late on your end because it's 10 o'clock, but would you be comfortable if I edit this slightly just for like the noise, whatever quality, but would you be comfortable if I publish this, our conversation? I'll re-listen to it. Absolutely. But I knew that we weren't, we weren't intending for it to be a podcast, but since it turned into a conversation, I think that, I think there's, there's some nuggets that people can maybe cling on to right now.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm totally comfortable with that. and. um um one thing I want to say is kind of like uh and this isn't my own my own thought but uh, I've been seeing a lot of things on social media um as everybody else has and I I follow The Rock he was one of my he was one of my um you know like go-to like uh role model idol figures growing up and I think he's always done a really good job at kind of keeping uh just keeping his character in line right like just being the the hungry hard-working you know outspoken person and everything um and i watched a video of him not that long ago and he said something that just really resonates with me right and he just kept saying like where are you look like uh addressing like a leader some people are saying that was directed towards donald trump i think that was like yeah maybe that but a little bit of of everybody right like where are you where are the leaders and What you said and how this um, conversation has, you know, transpired from there is, at the end of the day, we have a lot of, um, you know, a lot of silence. But but the silence is breaking and the voice keeps growing. So, just one thing I want to say is that I I hope that anybody that that does listen to this, um, I'm going to be talking about it on my podcast as well. But just taking taking a stand, kind of putting yourself uh, comfortably uncomfortable. And, and being a leader, you know, whatever that means to you, just being a leader. We need more of those. We need more leaders. We need more, more leaders to, to encourage unity. Um, we need the right message spread. I, I don't believe everyone should hate cops. I think there should be a reform in how cops do their, do their job and the way things are reported and that, that white supremacist, you know, racial, um, conflict that happens there, which is causing all of this, which is the reason why this movement, you know, started in the first place years and years back. But um, I just think I think the message, uh, you know, the powerful message right now is that we need more leaders. We need more people to speak out and to be leaders and to and to just get a little uncomfortable. You know, it's, we're asking people to do things they've never done before and, and speak out on something, especially, you know, there's a lot of young people stepping up to the plate but um i think we all got to come together and start talking so anyways that's that's my two cents of it all but
0: i'm with you we need more leaders and that's what we're missing right now we need more leaders so i'm going to i mean i had a coworker say that to me today and 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 he said to me you're a leader you need to be doing better. You're a leader and you're a person of color and you need to be doing better. And I was like, All right, that's a rough pill for me to swallow, but I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna work on it and I'm gonna work on being a leader and and and, and, and creating, to your point, unity. I don't want division. I don't want to divide. I want to unite. But in order for us to unite, we gotta find the common ground, right? So people have to come together in the middle. They can't stay if you stay where you're at, how can you unite with someone else?
1: Physically, right. emotionally,
0: anything. You can't connect with others if you stay where you're at. You have to be mobile and agile and willing to move. And that includes myself. So that's, you're such a good, you're great. Oh, my gosh. that's <laughs> the so lucky with you. So
1: I'm um, happy that we well, got a chance to talk.
0: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to publish this. I don't even know if I need to edit it. Well, we'll see only thirty minutes, so I think we could I think we might just publish it raw. Oh, I hope I didn't say anything bad.
1: No, nah, I mean the uh, thing about you know we got <laughs> kinda harsh, but uh <laughs> no, no,
0: no. All right. Well I will I'll talk to you soon. Honestly we'll we'll find a way to reschedule. Like I said, I'm I'm really exhausted this week and, and most of my podcasts were pretty lighthearted. Well not lighthearted, but just I'm more lighthearted in my tone typically. Right. So I know that you and I were gonna talk about, you know, like bad work environments and toxic work environments. And it just feels hard to have some of those conversations this week. Uh, But we'll, we'll reschedule for sure. And I, I, I look forward for everyone listening that wants to hear the podcast that I do with Graham eventually. Um, I look forward to talking to you about your, um, mafioso lifestyle that you got to live as a teenager um working with uh i'm so curious like is it the greek mob i'd like have this new obsession with the greek mob so uh not that i even know if that's a thing but i just like convinced myself at some point there's a greek mob in the u.s and i want to like meet them so i think it's um I'm, I'm excited to hear your experiences and 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 looking forward to a brighter future where we can have more lighthearted conversations and, and our heads and hearts are not so heavy anymore. Um, yeah. I, I agree with that. A lot of work to be done before we get there. Yeah. So thank Absolutely. you so much. And just for anyone listening, um, what, where can people find you online if they want to follow you and see, like, and hear your podcast that you're doing with the organizer um, out in Albany, Um, where can people find you online?
1: Sure. So, um, Heavier than a gram at heavier than a gram is my Instagram. I have all the other social medias, but I'm pretty much primarily, you know, using the Instagram and just, you know, uh, putting all of my Instagram content, just forwarding it out to Twitter and Facebook and everything. So at heavier than a gram on Instagram, uh, my Spotify, uh, Apple playlist, um, or Apple podcast, I mean, YouTube is all the heavier than a gram podcast. Um, I've made some music as well, and that's just at Heavier Than a Gram is the artist. Um, heavier Than a Gram, everything. So people can find me at uh, you know the Heavier Than a Gram podcast or Heavier Than a Gram on Instagram. Yes,
0: and you spell your name is your name actually spelled G-R-A-M, like a gram yep, of? Yeah, like pain? the
1: un- yes, like that's- the unit of measure. That's another funny story I'll tell you about uh, in the future. Oh, I
0: can't wait. Well, why? Okay, yeah, that's funny. Okay, that's what I wanted to double check. I was like, is that you just changed? You took the H&A out? or No, that's, really
1: that's my real name.
0: That's funny. Well, I love that name. I'm excited to hear more about it. I'm excited to hear more about your mafiosa lifestyle. And I'm excited that we connected. connected. And this is what social media should be about, man. It should be about people across the country talking and having uncomfortable conversations and saying, okay, there's solidarity. You really warm my heart telling me that there are people in towns of 5,000 or less having protests. Like, okay, cool. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. No, this definitely is, not. This, this needs to happen. We got America's to be better. America's together we got right to, now,
1: and it's, it's yeah. moving.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Graham. I'm gonna head out because I just got to my house.
1: So <laughs> this is perfect <sort laughs> timing. Right, yeah, thanks for me
0: company on the ride home. Take care. For
1: sure. Yeah. You as well. Bye Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye.
0: Hey, hey, thanks for checking this shit show out. If you have an idea you'd like to be featured here, my email is podcast at gmail.com. Thank you.